Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, guys, what's going on? Uh, welcome to a little uh, post-game reaction here on the Cyclone and Fanatic social media feeds. I am Chris Williams. Uh, I think I'm going to be flying solo here. Love to see your comments. Uh, thank our sponsors, Carl Chevrolet, of course, Carl Auto Group, all over the great state of Iowa, and my friends at Centurion Stone of Iowa. They do great work. So. Um, they did the fireplace up here in my house last winter, and it, it looks phenomenal. So great Cyclone fans there at Centurion Stone of Iowa. Um, that was, you know, you hate to do the latest and greatest thing. That was one of the more disappointing, frustrating type of losses I could remember in a while. And again, I've actually started to um dislike doing these instant reactions because you don't get proper perspective but man you hold that kansas team and, and what they've been doing to 213 yards today man what a hell of an effort by the defense right and three missed field goals a botched punt two interceptions you basically tried to lose the football game, right? I mean, right? Like that that's a deal where I mean, you it, it's here's why it's hard because you you look at it and you go, "Man, left all these points on the board, all these mistakes. We should have won that football game." Right? Like every one of us watched the game. And Iowa State on like they look like a better team than Kansas. I don't know if I could have said that about Iowa State and Baylor last week. I, I don't think that Iowa State was better than Baylor. You see, so you think, oh, we should have won the game. And then you go, well, did we really deserve to win the game? I mean, did Iowa State deserve to win that football game? Like, no, no. You can't turn it over at that rate. And the damn special teams thing, I mean, it continues to happen. I feel terrible for the kid, the freshman kicker. 
right? You feel you feel horrible for him. He completely in his own head going out there on that last um what do you do, right? Do you do you kick there? Probably. Like I, I have a lot of people on my Twitter feed saying, why do we kick? Well, you, you should at the Big 12 level, you should have a kicker that you feel comfortable with putting in that situation. And Gilbert have been pretty good all year, right? Leading up to this. But clearly, like um you you watched him and he had no business being out there in that spot. And I'm sure that Matt felt the same way after uh, obviously that kick, he completely overcompensated to not push it like he had the last few. And, um, and he did, but what, what do you do there? Like, right. Like there's 30 seconds left. The offense hadn't been moving the ball. Great. Like I was just, I was just happy that they hadn't thrown an interception, right? Like that was my problem. Like when they had to settle for the field goal to get to 11, I was like, shit because I didn't trust the offense to not turn it over down the stretch, which, I mean, they, they kind of did, and, and then that one got reversed. But it's just a really um, – that's a complicated game, right? Because you just – you feel like you should have won the game by two touchdowns, but then again, like, I mean, do you really deserve it uh, in that scenario? And I, I would say probably not. But, like, if you're a Kansas fan, do you feel great about that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I will say this, that the offense was still um, really horrific when it comes to trying to run the football, right? I mean, they get credit for 26 yards on the ground today. It was a little better than that. I mean, that's factoring in sacks. But uh, between Silas and Sanders, you're looking at about 2.5 yards per carry, which is not good. Jirel Brock goes down, which is terrifying. As you look into next week with Kansas State coming to town in a game that you feel like you're probably going to have to grind out and, and run the football, right? Like, I mean, that's that's just kind of what they do. But you know, the defense was awesome. Like Haycock, I mean, they called that game perfectly in the second half, and that's what's so frustrating about it. The offense should be able to muster up something. And so, what's the deal with Deckers? Right? Uh, there's obviously. There were some communication issues between Deckers and um, Xavier Hutchinson out there today, and I, I mean, what what are we watching with Deckers? I, I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty clear. You're watching a young man grow up, right? Like with another with young football team around him. Uh, he's got an arm. He's got the body, the intangible. He doesn't have the intangibles. Right, he's got the God-given stuff, but we're he's now kind of hitting that rut. He needs a bye week, is what he needs, and unfortunately, he's not going to get that. Right, with Kansas State coming to town, but man, that was that was as frustrating of a loss as I just remember in a really long time. And I, I don't, again, I don't want to overdo it. I think if Iowa State would have gone out there, maybe maybe had a situation where you – maybe it's like 31 to 30 and like you felt like you did some pretty good things, but the, it, you just didn't feel like that today. Other than defense, right? But like you kind of come to expect that. We kind of come to be in a situation where we kind of take the defense for granted. Kansas – here's the problem. 
Kansas's defense isn't that good, right? They're averaging opponents were averaging six point three yards per game coming into this one against Kansas. And Iowa State's offense goes out there and averages four yards per play. That's the concern here. Look around the Big 12 today, folks. It's going to have to be a a league where you're going to have to be able to score some points this year. Here's the bad – that's all the bad news. You know, the good news, I mean, I see a lot of us is like, oh, we're not going to win another game, all that stuff. I mean, I'm not going to – no, I'm not going to go that far, like – be, you probably will still be favored next week, believe it or not. Like, I think it'll be close to a pick em, but I would guess Iowa State would have a teeny, teeny, tiny bit of an edge in that one. Uh, not that that means anything. Iowa State was favored today, obviously. But my point is this Big 12 is a total meat grinder. Like, Iowa State's going to win some football games. I truly believe that. But they just aren't good enough. Like, last week we said, like, right, the bad calls. You do you turn the ball over in the third quarter. They're not good enough to overcome that stuff. And Kansas is good enough where you can't miss three field goals. You can't turn it over twice and you, you know, and do all the things that they did wrong today. You just can't overcome it. And it doesn't matter how well your defense is playing. They're not good enough to overcome all those mistakes. And that's where it's like, do we really deserve to win? Because that's my, again, my gut is you feel like you should have won the football game. Should they, though? Should they have won it? If you do all of those things wrong, and you average like two yards per gain, or technically you average 0.9 yards per rush. That's if you count the sacks. If you make all those mistakes and you can't run the football, do you deserve to win? Probably not, right? Like, should you feel like you should have won? Uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm um, Jeff is asking who left that Iowa State will be favored against. I think that I'm, let me just pull this out right here. I, I don't have the schedule in front of me. And obviously, the, the point spreads change by the week. It, it all is on your power ratings and whatnot. And Iowa State's power rating will drop this week, but probably not too significantly. Didn't really underperform that much. Vegas had you as a three-point favorite, and you lost by three. So maybe you'll probably drop a point. Um, It's... I think Iowa State will be favored next week against Kansas State, but very, very lightly. Like, I don't think it'll be a big one. I think it's more like a pick em. You'll be a dog against Texas. I, the Oklahoma one, like, what in the hell is going on with Oklahoma? They lose to Texas next week, then they are 0 3. You'll be, you should be favored against West Virginia, will not be favored against Texas Tech. You should be favored, or excuse me, Oklahoma State. I guess you would be favored against Texas Tech at home. And you probably won't at this point against TCU as they are um, jumping up right now. So you got to go out there and get some. But, and, and like, like, listen, like, you got to reassess everything, right? Like, no more, no more talk about the uh, Big 12 championship game, right? Like, cause that's out the window. And now it's like, you just want to get to six, right? Doesn't it just feel that way? Now it's kind of back to, okay, this is a rebuilding year, developmental year. Unfortunately, I think you just have to be honest about it, and that's what it feels like to me. You just kind of reassess the situation. So, yeah, th- this one this one was tough. Like, this one will be – this felt like the West Virginia game last year where it just – you know, you just – like, it was maddening. Except this one felt a little worse. 
I had somebody say, well, you felt like you should have beat Baylor last week too. And I, I didn't really, I didn't really think that like, I, I didn't really feel like I, the, there were some bad calls and stuff, but I walked away. It was like, yeah, Baylor quarterback play better defense play better ran the ball more effectively. They were better defending champs. This didn't feel like that to me. Like I didn't walk away. I'm not walking away from today going, Oh, Kansas is going to run the table. No, I mean, they're give them credit. They're five and oh, it's an incredible story, but I don't feel like Kansas is, is much better than Iowa state. I don't think they are better than Iowa state, but man, like one, one team made all those mistakes, right? You got to be able to make a field goal. Can't you can't miss three like that on the road when you and the problem is that the offense had to settle for the field goals. I mean, that's the real problem here. That's the underlying issue. Is that you're only able to all those drives and you're only able to muster up the three botched field goal attempts, right? That's the issue. And it just man, with Brock being out, assuming he is going to be out for a while, and I, I don't know. That's really quite terrifying. Right? Because you've got to I just, do we trust Deckers to go out and throw it 50 times per game like he did today? And I, and I, I don't. So, anyways, there we go. There is my instant reaction here. Uh, it's Kansas 14 to 11. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a have a good night. Uh, don't drink too much. Feel bad for that kicker. Uh, the, the whole game just kind of – the whole thing just kind of sucks. So, tough one. Tough one in Lawrence. That'll be a crappy flight home for those guys. That'll be one that everybody is talking about down the road. If you if you end up at five at the end of the year, you, you sit there and you really are um, – regretful that you couldn't pull this one out all right thanks for watching thanks for listening if you're on the psych one fanatic podcast network i appreciate all of you thanks to our friends at carl auto group and centurion stone of iowa for bringing us post game here on the psych one fanatic social media pages cyclone